And now on Manx Radio, Whistle Once More for Ginny. An original radio play written, directed and edited by Alex Duncan. With original music by Ruth Kegan Gell. Sure you'll be all right on your own, Mr. Kelly? Aye, of course. Been doing this for 40 years. Ah, well, that's a kindness. Sorry again, it's not often the mother-in-law... Oh, nothing I need to know about. Go on. Shep and I'll get the flock in. Go on, off with you. Cheers. I'll pay you back. Stay warm and, and get inside before it gets too dark. <laughs> My girl, you pained back. Hear that one, Ruffalo. Leaving an old man out here. Ah, well. Come on, you lot. Let's get you out of here. It's getting cold, really bloody cold. Oh, nobody said this weather was coming in. Nobody tells me nothing. What's that? Who's there? Mind playing tricks on me. Check. Chip! Oh, where's, where's that bloody dog got to? Chip! Yeah. What is that? Who's that there? You, you, you over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you in the, in the dark. I, I, I can see you. Don't think you can scare me. You, you're bloody trespassing. Get off my land. Come over there. Kelly. That's it. You asked for it. Now take that bloody hood off. Kelly. What's, what's wrong? What's wrong with your face? Kelly. Your face. Mr. Horton Hall, actually. I abandoned the captain nearly a decade ago. Righto. And you must be Joyce. That's me, Joyce Kelly. I'll be taking you to see my grandfather up at Denby Farm. Charmed. And how is the old chap? Any more visitations? (laughs) I found your telegram most interesting. No need to take that tone, Mr. Horton Hall. The poor old man's had quite the turn. Thinking about selling the farm and everything. I've never seen him so distracted. He swears he saw, well, something. 
Everyone always swears they saw something, Joyce, and it always turns out to be something utterly mundane. The moonlight on a tree, a sheep in the mist, tricks of the mind and nothing more. I'm not interested in spirits from the afterlife, Joyce, more the power of one's own imagination. My, my. You're just like I imagined. And you're nothing like I imagined. What's a gal like you doing out here on a rock like this? This rock happens to be my home. Born and bred Manx gal. Don't sound like a Manx gal, if you don't mind my saying. Daddy sent me away for school. Didn't want me carrying on the family trade for all the good it did me. Missed the farm too much. We're this way, Mr... Uh, I say. Do I need to keep on calling you Horton Hall? Seems frightfully formal. Um... Hall will do, if you fancy it. No first name? Just Hall. Right ho. Look, I'm sorry I've only got to Tay. I'm expected to speak at the Union in Oxford tomorrow evening, so it's all rather rushed, I'm afraid. I'm just glad you came at all. Well, here we are. Your carriage. Um, what's this? This is a McCormick Deering. Best tractor on the market. Had it shipped all the way over to California. This beauty can run up to five miles in one hour. Gosh. Runs like a dream. We'll be there in just under four hours. Four hours? In that? With you? Oh, good. Tommy, you there? Through here, Tommy. Just baking. Mm. How is he? Same. I don't know what to do with myself. Made a dozen fruitcakes just to keep my hands busy. You want a slice? Uh, fine. Got that fella from London coming to see him. What fella's that? Horton Hall. Meant to help folk with these sort of problems. Aye, I know the one. Heard him on the wireless. Heard he doesn't believe in anything. Except what's right in front of him. Well, we had to do something. Mary! Mary! Oh, that's him. I better go, Tommy. You see yourself out. Well, will do. I'll just finish the cake. Come on in, Hall. Make yourself at home. I don't think I'll be sitting down for a week. Oh, Mum's made some fruit cake. I'd avoid it if you value your teeth. Point taken. But I'd welcome the tea. I'll just... Oh, Tommy... I didn't hear you. Mm, mm, um, I'm just on my way out. Oh, right. Well, this is Mr Horton Hall. Aye. He's... I know who he is, if you'll excuse me. Uh, Not at all, not at all. You were with Joyce's grandfather on the night um, it happened. Aye, I was. Still can't forgive myself for leaving him out there. Now, if you don't mind, gotta get the sheep in. Charming fellow. I'll get the teas. Joyce, is that you I heard? Oh. Oh, hello. Uh, I'm Mr... Horton Hall. Oh, it is you. You've come. Thank you. Thank you. Joyce! Joyce, it's him. He's come to help Dad. Uh, Try, Mrs Kelly, try. I'm afraid even I can't guarantee helping everyone. Won't you have some cake? No. Thank you. My my stomach's still churning after the boat and the tractor. Aye, of course. Then you can see my father now if you... um... Don't rush the man, Mum. We've barely stepped inside. Uh, don't worry, it's fine. I'd be happy to get to business. Um, lead the way, Mrs Kelly. It's through here. 
You don't need me telling you that he's not himself. So please excuse. Yeah, I understand, Mrs Kelly. We don't need to speak to him for long. I only need to ask him a few questions. Da, I brought that nice man from London to see you. <coughs> My word. Couldn't you um open a window, Mrs Kelly? It's awfully stuffy in here. He won't hear of it. Won't even let me open the curtains. Dad? This is Mr Horton Hall from London. He's come to ask you a few questions about... Um... Mr Kelly, I hear from your daughter that you've had a funny turn. Could you tell me exactly what you saw that night? Mr Kelly, I'm here to try and help you understand that you didn't see anything otherworldly or spiritual in nature, but you must first talk to me. Mrs. Kelly, there's very little I can do if he doesn't even face. What? What was that? Face. Uh, I'll never, I'll never forget. You saw someone's face? Who was it, Mr. Kelly? Who did you see? That face. Come along now, old chap. Pull yourself together. Jenny. Jenny! Mr. Kelly! Please, you're, you're choking me! Jenny! Jenny! Grandpa, no, let him go! Dad, please let go! Mr. Kelly, unhand me! Jenny. 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 Come along, Mr. Horton Hall. We should leave him. Yes, of course. Um, man needs his rest. So sorry. He's been agitated since the incident, but never anything like that. What we're dealing with here is clearly nothing more than a... Complete psychological breakdown. The man's raving. But you heard him. He clearly saw... Thought. He saw. Thought. With a mind as fragile as his, he could convince himself of anything. Then you don't think... I don't think I'll be here for very long. Open and shut case, this one. But what can you do for him? What that man needs is a good doctor, nothing more. And who was that Ginny he was shouting on about? Maybe we should have a cup of tea... Then we can talk some more. There's something I think you need to hear. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Now, what did you want to tell me? It's about that name. The one he was saying over and over again. You mean Ginny? That's the one. Who is she? Some lost love? It's hardly unusual for people of a certain age to hark back to their halcyon days. In their mind, at least. Ginny was a witch. <coughs> um, excuse me? Ginny, the girl, was a witch. But there must be hundreds of Ginnies. Not here, there's not. You don't really expect me to believe. About 150 years ago, there was a Ginny. Lived out near Fleshick on her own, close to the sea. She got herself rather a reputation for her readings. I don't follow. They said that she could see into the sands of time just by looking at your palm or feeling a lock of your hair. Most people let her be, but she was particularly popular amongst the young ladies. They'd come out to her wanting to know who they were going to marry. All seemed harmless enough until some young chit didn't like what she was told and started spreading rumours that Ginny was partaking in more sinister practices. Blood rites, dancing in the moonlight, reading gizzards of long tales. It wasn't long before the authorities caught up with her. You know what the good book says. 
Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. She was tried in whatever ridiculous way there was, probably a ducking stool or some such nonsense, found guilty and rolled down a hill in a barrel full of nails. And that was that? You'd like to think so. But some say Ginny had vengeance on her mind. Some say her vengeance was so consuming she couldn't rest, not even in her grave. Some say they see Ginny every year or so, screaming and jeering or whispering their name. And if you do see her... It's nothing but an ill omen for an accident or a bad crop. It's bad news is what it is. And you think your father saw this Ginny, this witch? Not everyone sees the world in such plain terms as you, Hall. I'm not scoffing at you, Joyce, but please understand me. I've heard my fair share of stories like this and it always turns out the same. Are you a God-fearing man, Mr Horton Hall? I fail to see what that's got to do with anything. There's more to life than what's right in front of your nose. People round here still know that. People round here still hold to the old ways. Probably why a fragile old man, several cards short of a full deck, is so willing to believe that he saw the embodiment of an ancient legend in the mists on a stormy night. I... No, listen, ladies, take a hold of yourselves and see sense. There's no such thing as blessed witches. If you aren't willing to see that, then... Then I might as well not have come here at all. Hall... You can't expect me to sit here and listen to this. Hall, please... At least come out to the field. We, we might be able to find something. You've come all this way. Please, just... Very well. But at least lend me a pair of Wellingtons. Do you think it's dead? Of course it's dead. It ain't moving. That don't mean nothing. Maybe it's sleeping. Birds don't have to be flying the whole time. Go on. Touch it. Kick it or something. I ain't kicking a dead bird. Kick it. I said I ain't doing it. Bad luck that is. You're afraid Ginny will get you. Ha! Don't say that. Or what? You're going to go crying back to your mummy? You take that back. Shove over. I'll kick it then. Go on then. I'm doing it all right. Don't rush me. Too much further. What's that? Quick, get behind the hedge. I knew we shouldn't have come here. Mum's going to kill me if we get caught. Not if Ginny gets you first. <laughs> so help me. I'll thump you if you say that again. Shh. So, this is the spot, is it? This is it. Oh, I must say, it's splendidly rugged out here. <laughs> Breathtaking scenery. I say, what's that smell? It's acrid. Right. I don't know. It's not entirely unfamiliar, but I, I can't quite put my finger on it. What's this? Some poor dead bird. Uh, yes, a, a crow. A, a large one at that. Hmm. Not ominous at all. But look, there's, there's footprints all over the place. Say so there are. Several pairs, none of them large. Children's, if I'm not mistaken. There's your answer, right there. A group of children playing pranks. What did I tell you? Uh, but look at the dead grass. All around here... It's all yellow and, and dead. This won't grow back for years. Yeah, see what you mean. Uh, that is odd. <laughs> Who's that? Who's there? Oh, it seems our witch still lurks and sounds suspiciously like a gaggle of ten-year-old boys. Come on out, you lot. Step lively. Jonathan Gorn, June Killip and Daniel Keggan. What are you three doing out here? Nothing, Miss Kelly. We was just... Daring each other, Miss Kelly. We weren't doing nothing wrong. Yeah, 
And I suppose you put that bird here as well? Uh, no, sir. Promise, sir. It was here when we got here. Likely story. I can see the headlines now. School children scare locals with witch prank. It wasn't us, sir. Promise. We were just trying to scare each other. Tell the truth now, boys. Or I'll be seeing your parents this very evening. We are. We are. We haven't done nothing. It's the... I can't say it. It's the witch. It's Ginny. I've a right mind to give the three of you thick ears. We're not lying, sir. Promise. Then off with you. Off with a lot of you. Before we change our minds and go straight home, or so help me. Thank, Thank you, you, Miss Kelly. Kelly. Thank, Thank you. You don't think it was them? No. Not a chance. Did you see their faces? They were terrified, pointless. Mm, they did look rather shook up. What is it? I'm still not convinced there's some sort of trickery going on here. Or devilry. Come on. Let's get back before we get soaked. The weather's turning again. You're not the only one. Come on off with those wet things. I, I beg your pardon, Joyce. I'm hardly in the habit of stripping off in front of the opposite sex. You shame. I do it all the time. <laughs> I think I'll just stand by the fire. Suit yourself. I didn't hear anything about this weather front coming in. Yeah, that's true. I wonder what the wireless has to say about it. Give me a sec. of the British Isles enjoys a spell of late autumn sunshine, the Isle of Man is experiencing localised storm conditions most severe for the time of year. All sailings to and from the island have been cancelled, so there will be no evening sailings whatsoever. In other news, as we're heading towards All Hallows' Eve or Halloween... Oh, bugger, that's all I need. What am I going to do about Oxford? Sorry, Hall. Things can be quite changeable here. Oh, it's not your fault, Joyce, but I'll have to call them... You don't happen to have a telephone, do you? We're not entirely backward here. It's through there in the hallway. I suppose I'll put the kettle on again. Unless you have anything stronger. Right you are. Hello? Hello, operator? Could you put me through to the Oxford Union, please? I'm afraid I don't have the number. Then call you back. Oh, right. one minute. Thank you. She said they'll call me right back. That was quick. Hello, is that the union? I... I beg your pardon? Who... Who is this? Is that one of you boys? Oh... Oh my word! That... That was... Everything all right? It's all working, isn't it? I, um... I don't know. I... I... God! Made me jump! Oh, my bloody nerves. Hello? Ah, oh, yes. Thanks for getting back to me. Look, I'm sorry to let you down like this, but... Well, the matter of the fact is, I won't be able to make it tomorrow night. Yes, I know the trouble you've gone to. Yes, I know tickets have been sold. I'm afraid I'm stuck. I can't do anything about it. In the Isle of Man. Yes, thank you for your sympathies. Maybe you could find someone else. I don't know. Try giving Alistair Crowley a call. I'm sure he'd love the extra publicity. Hello? 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 Something wrong? Phone's dead. Wouldn't be the first time. 
say. You look white as a sheet. Sure you haven't caught a chill? No, I, um... I can't quite explain it. Oh, my nerves must be on edge. Well, storm's drawn in, phone's out. You're well and truly trapped, Mr Horton Hall. Yes, I suppose I am. What do you suggest we do? Oh, that's easy. It is? Yes. I'm taking you to the pub. Jeffrey. Miss Kelly. Usual. Please. And for you, sir. Um, a pint of the mild, please. Oh, allow me. Thanks. Well-spoken, scholarly, and buys a girl a drink. Put on that list good dancer and rich, and you'd be considered quite the catch. Very droll. <laughs> I'm serious. Why isn't there a Mrs. Horton Hall? Who's to say no one's got close? I've met plenty of bachelors in my time, and you're definitely one of them. What can I say? Maybe I'm not that interesting once you get to know me. Uh, I don't know. I'm quite enjoying getting to know you. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, don't mind me, Miss Kelly. Another one, please. Yeah, what? Colonel? Hall, this is Colonel Quayle. Colonel, this is Mr Horton Hall from London. He's here about Grandfather. Oh, yeah. Poor old codger. Such a shame he wants to sell the farm now, what? There by swallow, blessed, which I'd give her a really good hiding, what? Uh, I say, Horton Hall, you look like you look like you can handle yourself, see the action to do. I saw my fair share. I bet you did, Eve. But on Passchendaele. I'd rather not talk about it if it's all the same with you. I see, see. Don't mean to pry. You must listen to all the lads together, boxing the Huns' ears in. <clears throat> Always so busy in here? What? Oh, no, no, no. Folk like to gather during a storm, especially when it's so close to Abjanae, what? So close to what? Abjanae! Oh, don't tell me you don't know about it. Bit, bit worried about the ears, aren't we, what? Enlighten me. Well, you chaps across the pond have Halloween. We have Abjanae. One night of the year when our world's closer to the spirit world. Things can, well, you cross over, what? Mm, except things have already been crossing over. You mean Chitty? You'll never rest. So, you believe? I'd be a fool if I didn't, what? <laughs> Take a small piece of advice, Mr. Horton Hall. One soldier to another. You do well to leave this business well alone. Oh, yes? Why's that? Dig up the past, and all you'll get is dirty, what? Don't mind the Colonel. He means well. Spends too much time alone knocking around that old farmstead of his. Oh, oh, look! Oh, someone's doing a turn! What larks! earth is she wearing? Just an old mask and cape. You're all obsessed. It's just a bit of fun. Isn't that the best tack for dealing with things that scare us? To laugh at them. I suppose that's one way. Though I always suggest... Oh, shh! Uh, shh. Out of the mists and rain she comes if ever your name she cries, you're down. For one little peek at the face of the witch, 
And you might as well dig your own deep ditch. Yeah, Ginny, she comes in the dead of night, bringing her shrieks of woe and plight from her hovel far out on the shores of Flesig. She'll snuff you out like a candlewick, like a candlewick. Little she wears but a midnight cowl. From whence you'll hear her piercing howl, whilst the moon's fat and the bell hath the young uns will say she'll eat you whole. Yeah, Jenny, she comes in the dead of night, bringing her shrieks of woe and plight from her hovel far out on the shores of Flesig. She'll snuff you out like a candle wick, like a candle wick. Oh, wasn't she good? Not in the least bit creepy. You finished? Mm-hmm. Come on then, let's get back. Don't forget your brolly. Still lashing down out there. Good night, Colonel. Yes, yes. Uh, think I'll be off as well, what? Ready? Uh, yes, though uh, I feel more like someone who's gone on holiday by mistake. Uh, good night, Colonel. Nice to have met you, what? What? Oh, yes. Now, yes. where are those blessed keys, huh? Blast. Hands like spades. Where are they got to, huh? That's you, Jeffrey. Change to the pipes, what? Who is that? You there? What's your game, huh? Trying to scare me? Are you wearing that dreadful costume? <laughs> you picked on the wrong chap. I fought in the war, you know. Take that! And that! Off with that ridiculous hood! Your face! What's that? Your face? No! I've laid out everything you might need. There's a towel, some of my father's old pyjamas, and even a toothbrush. Thanks. I'm (laughs) sure I could find a boarding house for the night, you know. Mother wouldn't dream of it. I'll, um, say goodnight, then. Yes. Good night. Good night. Sorry you're rather stranded. I know you wanted to get back, but we're so grateful. I'm so grateful. Not at all, it's turning out to be rather more than I expected. Good. I'm glad. Good night again, then. Yes. Good night. (laughs) 
Purple Cross, Captain Horton Hall. Exceptional service. Only survivor. Not them. Not all of them. Right, gentlemen, this is it. Over we go. For Harry, England and St. George, what? Yes? Paul, it's me. It's just gone six. Sorry, I, I could have let you sleep in, but something's happened. What's happened? It's Ginny. She's struck again. Oh, I can't bear to look. It's too ghastly. I know, miss, I know. I'll put a sheet over him. Not some rug. At least make it crisp bedlin and people might see. <sighs> I'm so sorry. We got here as fast as we could. Oh, 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 poor Colonel. We must have been the last ones to see him alive. How did he die? Massive heart attack. Brought on by? I think we both know that, Hall. Look around you. Dead grass around the body and... That smell again. Just like Grandpa's. What is that? I'm sure I know it from somewhere. Me too. Sorry, I, I don't think we've met. Marjorie Quayle, the Colonel's niece. Oh, I didn't know we had any family. We weren't close. I'm the last one, I think. I suppose that means that dreadful old farmstead would come to me. Congratulations, I think. Hardly. Not my cup of tea at all. I'll have it on the market by the end of the week if I may have my way. Jeff, did you hear anything untoward? Uh, I don't think so. It was was awful loud in there last night. No scream or name being called? Now you mention it, I did think I hear someone call him. Maybe a girl. Not long after he left, but I thought nothing of it. Hey, you don't think? I don't know what to think. You have called the authorities? Oh, of course, yeah. They should be here any minute. Paul? Hmm? What do you suggest? I'm not sure. But one thing's clear. What's that? This may have turned into a murder inquiry. You fancy hanging on and talking to the police? No, I think I'd like to see that place where Ginny lived. Where did you say it was? At Fleshy. That's it. See if we can get a better picture of what we're dealing with. Mm, you're changing your tune. Mm, not in the least. Simply keeping an open mind. Is it far? take us all day if we go in the tractor. Oh, not that thing again. I'm still sore. Anything any faster? Well, if it's speed you're after, then I've got just the thing. Come on in. Just watch where you... Put your feet. Lovely. I take it that's not mud. Sorry. We keep some of the animals in here. As well as... As well as what? This. My word. 
I know. She's a triumph. H class. She's a beauty. Calm down. A girl could get jealous. <laughs> I mean, look at her. She is something, isn't she? I don't know if you've noticed, but the whole island's got a thing about zooming around on two wheels. Yes, I remember hearing something about it on the World Service. Now, stand back, would you? I need to... Just listen to her purr. Oh, more like a roar. And, um, where do I sit? You squeeze in behind me. Oh, come on, don't be shy. You can put your arms around my waist if you like. I say. Already? As I'll ever be. Then hold on. Let go now. I'm not sure I can. Come along, Hall. No time for that now. We've got a Tholton to look at. Um, a Tholton? Yes, a ruin. Look there. It's the only place around that Ginny could have lived. Come on. Off with you. Go on, shoot! Look at this place. There's hardly much left at all. What are we looking for exactly? Yeah, anything out of the ordinary. You must be used to this sort of thing. What's that? Oh, no. A life of adventure, searching for clues, solving mysteries. Usually in the drawing rooms of Suffolk or the churchyards of Cambridgeshire, not well here. I mean, look at this place. It's wild. Yes, it is rather. <laughs> There's that smell again. It's sharp. But mellow. Sickly. It's sweet and the grass, it's... Dead. Oh, that's more like it. Look. Look here, by the fireplace. What is it? Scratches in the stonework. Looks like letters. Words, but I don't quite understand them. Din. Din. Skin. Ag. Ag. What do you suppose it means? It's in Old Gaelic. Hardly anyone speaks it anymore. I used to only hear it at the market. Do you think you can translate it? Mm, I can try. What would I do without you, Joyce? Oh, pipe down. <laughs> Let me see. Din's knife. No knife shall cut me. No rope will hang me. No water will drown me. Death will have no hold over me. I say. Did you hear that? Joyce! I heard that. Death Death has no hold over me. Where's it coming from? Hall? What? Hall? What? Hall! What? I bring death. Oh, my giddy aunt, it's her. Stand back. What are you doing? Where did you get that? Always carry it with me. Never can be too careful these days. Oh. Hold it right there. Put your hands up or I'll... Oh. Don't come any closer. I'll shoot, I mean it. Come to me. You missed. I never miss. You missed again. No, I didn't. The shots! They're going right through her! And she's getting closer! She's coming straight for us! Duck! Ah! 
Where did she go? She's disappeared. Crikey! That was close. Starting to believe yet? What? No. No, it, it must be some sort of trick. A, a mirror, a, a trap, something. You just won't let it go, will you? What? Your certainty in how the world works. Can you not at least open yourself up to the possibility that there's more here than we understand? I... Even after what we've just seen? I... I don't know. I just don't know. Come on, let's get back. We've seen enough here. I couldn't agree more. That is the lady of the house ringing, you know, Dottie. You better go see what she wants. You go and see. I'm finishing my tea. Dottie, you'll lose your employment if you're not careful. And then where'd you be? Out on the street, that's where. Not a chance. She needs me. Said so herself. Dottie, she says, you're invaluable. <laughs> oh, go shake your ears. Hold your tongue. She'll hear you. Likely story. She's as deaf as a post and as ugly as a water hog. You hear me, Lady Quillip? You're as ugly as a water hog. Here, what's going on? That's all the bells to all the rooms, but that's not possible. There's only the three of us in the house. I don't like it. Why is everything shaking? I have no idea. I don't like it. Make it stop. Stop. What was that about? I don't know. I'll go and check on the lady killer. Coming, my lady. My lady? My lady, it's Tilly. May I come in? My lady? My lady? My lady? Oh no. My lady, can you hear me? She's as cold as ice. What is it? Oh, Dottie, it looks like we're both going to have to find new employment. What do you mean? The lady's dead. Dead? Then who was ringing the bell? Oh, this is ridiculous. I feel like I've walked into a cheap penny dreadful. It does all seem rather rum, doesn't it? Oh, poor Lady Killop. Though she was quite the backlax. Joyce. Sorry, Mummy. Now eat up, you two. Can't have you ghost hunting on an empty stomach. Don't encourage her, Mrs Kelly, please. Is he still not convinced? No. That's it, then. This calls for action. I'm getting on the telephone. There's someone I think you ought to meet, Mr Horton Hall. Not Georgie. Georgie. Mummy, she's crackers. Don't you say such a thing. Georgie's in touch with some deeply spiritual dimensions. Did she tell you that? Ah, as a matter of fact, she did. Spoke to Sally's second cousin Harold, she did. And he's been dead these 20 years. Saw it myself. And what exactly will this Georgie do? Do? Well, she'll talk to Ginny, of course. See what she wants. Ask a stupid question. Everybody here? Aye. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Are you sure about this? She looks as though she stepped out of a two-shilling carnival. Bear with her. If you're not convinced by this, there's sure to be a sailing this evening. Don't be daft. I want to see this thing through to the bitter end. Wonderful. Then we'll begin. Uh, Close the curtains, would you? Now, join hands, everyone. We are gathered here today to join this man and this woman. (coughs) Uh, Please don't interrupt me, Mary. This takes a lot of concentration. Wrong speech, Georgie. Those are the wedding vows. What? (laughs) It's my mistake. We are gathered here today to communicate with the departed and to cross the gentle veil that separates this world from the other, the undiscovered country from whose born no traveller returns. She's rather good. I like that bit from Hamlet. Shh! Is there anybody there? Can anybody hear me? We wish to talk to Ginny. Are you there, Ginny? Can you hear me, Ginny? I take it back. She was rather good. I've seen this act a hundred times before. Shh! Listen! Ginny, if you're there, make a sign. Let us know that you can hear us, Ginny. Oh, Lord. Don't be rude. Ginny! Sorry, this is clearly a load of old tosh. Mr Horton Hall, do you mind? As a matter of fact, I do mind. I'll not be hoodwinked by some backroom nonsense. I mean, do you really expect me to believe this? No one's going to answer, Georgie. I'm sorry to burst your balloon, but there isn't anybody there. If Ginny was there, I'm sure she'd be more than happy to chat. Hall, I... Come on then, Ginny. Come and chat. The tea's still hot and there's butter on the scones. Come on then, Ginny, are you there? Ginny? Ginny! (laughs) Who disturbs me? Um, Paul, look at Georgie. Dear Lord, she looks half dead. She's gone as white as a sheet and... What's wrong with her eyes? Who calls on me? It's Ginny. She's speaking through Georgie. Answer her, Hall. Um, this is Joyce Kelly and her mother, Mary. Pleased to meet you. Mummy. Sorry. And my name is... Oh. That's right. I know you, unbeliever. Why are you coming back? Lessons to be learned. But why now? Why now? You will all... you for a cup of tea, dearie. I feel suddenly rather hoarse. Of course. I hope you learnt something of value. You could say that. Um, would you excuse me for a moment? I say, Joyce, mm-hmm. what did you make of that? It doesn't matter what I made of it. What matters is what you made of it. Don't tell me you still don't... What? Believe. I don't know. I just... It's all right, Hall. I've always been so sure, so certain. After everything I've seen, there's always been some cheap parlour trick behind it or someone so desperate and sad for us to believe in... something else. Now it seems they were right all along. And I was wrong. It's rather a lot to take in. I imagine it is. Do you need some time alone? No, I'll be fine. I rather like it here. With you. It feels... homely. 
don't get used to it. What do you mean? Well, I'm about to be homeless, aren't I? Grandpa's finally decided to sell the farm. He says he doesn't want to spend another week in this wretched place. Lord knows he'll buy it. What did you say? Grandpa's decided to sell up. No, after that. Lord knows he'll buy it. Joyce, you're a genius! Oh, I could kiss you! Ooh, you'll have to buy me dinner first. I've got to make a few phone calls and then we've got some serious work to do. What are we going to do? Exactly what you brought me here for. We are going to catch a ghost. I say, that's the spirit. Very droll. What? Never mind. Come on! What were you here for anyway? Well, don't look at me. Well, well, I don't know. Only came in here for a quiet pint. Excuse me? Hello? Excuse me? Oi! Pipe down, you lot. Listen up. Thanks, Joyce. Right, everyone. First of all, thank you for coming. It's splendid to see so many of you and uh, so many pitchforks as well. Splendid. Now, you're probably wondering why you've all been called here this evening. Oh, yeah. The fact of the matter is, you've all had a number of hauntings recently. This is an area that I've had a little experience with, even gaining a certain notoriety in some quarters. I assume you'd all like to put an end to this nonsense? Oh, yeah. Good show. Then I'm going to need your help. I believe I've got a damn good idea where Ginny will appear next. How'd you figure that out? Uh, Call it a professional hunch. Anyway, when she appears, and on my word, we'll surround her. You needn't be afraid, she'll not vanish. If she tries to run, grab her, threaten her, anything to keep her in one place. Then leave the rest to me. Now, who's with me? Oh, There's a drink in it if we succeed. Well done, Hall. Thanks, Joyce. I couldn't have done it without you. Oh, I say. <laughs> now, where to, Captain? I did a little snooping around and I've narrowed it down to Balashield's farm. You're sure about this? It's a big farm. The owner, Mr. Carouche, is quite an age. Practically dead on his feet. It has to be there. Right, everyone. Follow me. It's damn cold. And damned unpleasant. I think I've stepped in... I don't need to know what you think you stepped in. Wish I was back in the pub, in front of the fire. What do you think she'll be like? Who? Ginny, you clot. I don't know. A ghost, I suppose, all white and flowy. She won't be wearing a bedsheet. Well, I don't know. I've never seen her. Shh, you lot. Wait quietly. Sorry? They always say waiting for something is worse than whatever you're waiting for in the first place. Do they? Was it like this? In the war, I mean. Going over the top. Was it as bad as they say? Worse, Joyce. 
Much worse. Sorry, I didn't mean to... No, don't apologise, Joyce. It's perfectly all right. You don't talk about it much, do you? The war? No. No, I don't. I... Paul, look! It's him. Karouche, the farmer. He's coming. So he is, and not a moment too soon. Let's hope she does the same. Don't you think she will? Ginny, I mean... Certain of it. Certain? My mohawl. What confidence. Not confidence. Look... Here she comes. Looks. It's like she's stretching out of the mist itself. Courage, Joyce, courage. Hold fast, everyone, until I give the word. What is the word? What? Oh, um, go, now, charge, one of those. Which one? Charge. We'll go on charge. So you shout charge and we go, or, 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 or should we go whilst you shout charge? Um, the first one, I think. Right, right you are, just so we're clear. Shh, she's coming. Kirush. Who, who's there? Hold. Kirush. Who is that? You there, stop playing silly boggers. Kirush. Hold. I know who you are. What do you want with me? I ain't done nothing to you. I ain't done no one no harm. Hold. You will learn. No, no, stay back. Stay back. Now. I mean, charge. Charge. charge! No, stay back. I'll curse you. Curse you all. Stay back. It's over, Ginny. Stand your ground. There's nowhere to run. You've lost. Now, if you don't mind, your hood's a little loose. Saints above, look at her face, it's... A mask, Mr. Carouche. Don't be alarmed. It's a mask and nothing more, made from animals, gizzards and other viscera, if I'm not mistaken. And beneath the mask... <gasps> oh, my Gideon. Tommy! Tommy, you little swine! It was you all along, but why? Land, Joyce. Land. It was when we were talking this afternoon that it struck me everyone that's been haunted has been a little bit long in the tooth. If they didn't die of fright, they seem to want to sell up. Now, who might be in a position to buy all this land? After a few phone calls, I discovered that a young man had recently come into a substantial inheritance. A young man whose mother-in-law communes with spirits in her spare time. Tom, it was... All about buying up land. People have done worse for less. So what if I wanted their farms? They were all a death store anyway. Doing some of them a favour. Let me at him. Don't waste your energy, Mr. Carouche. He'll be dealt with in time, believe me. And that smell, it reeks. Engine grease, Joyce. His rags are covered in the stuff. We should have spotted that one. Probably what's been killing off all the grass. And the voice? Look, the mask. Full of wires, some rudimentary radio distortion, I'll wager. A child could do it if they had any sense of these things. Looks like you're too clever for me, Horton Hall. But you've no idea. You hear me? You've no idea what powers you're messing with. Ladies, gentlemen, would you escort this witch to the necessary authorities? I don't think impersonating an ancient legend in the hope of embezzlement is a known crime. But manslaughter certainly is. Come on, don't touch me! Come on, come on! Get up! Come on, come on! Come on, don't touch me! You did it, Hall. You did it. Well done. Thanks, Joyce. 
It's like I said, there's always something rather simple and disappointing at the end of it all. I say, hold on a sec. I say, hold on, Tommy. How did you pull off that trick at Fleshick? What are you talking about? Don't play games. That disappearing act. More smoke and mirrors, was it? You saw her, didn't you? You really saw her. She'll find you. She'll hunt you down. Don't talk rot. Take him away. She'll find you. You'll learn. You will all learn. Take no notice of him. It's just like he said. Smoke and mirrors. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, you're, you're probably right. I say, don't you owe me a drink? You know what? I think I do. Come on. Yes, I think so. My case is on board and it looks like it's going to be a smooth crossing. Jolly good. Jolly good. I say thanks again, Hall. Grandpa couldn't believe it when I told him. Jumped out of bed like a flea had bitten him. (laughs) I think he's going to be as right as rain. And as for selling the farm, he said, and I quote, bugger that nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Just doing my job. No. No, I don't think you are. I think you're as intrigued as the rest of us. Maybe even a little frightened. Maybe. And you were right all along. Must be quite a thrill proving all us locals wrong. You know it's not like that. I know. Right. Right, I suppose that's it. A hearty handshake, thanks awfully, and toodle-pip. Yes, I suppose so. Joyce. And I haven't even learnt your first name. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Joyce. That's me. Well, um... Goodbye, Joyce. It's been quite a thrill. Goodbye, Hall. Horatio. What? Horatio. My, my first name. Horatio. Horatio Horton Hall. <laughs> what were your parents thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Heaven knows. Oh, and before I forget, this is for you. What's this? A ticket. For the boat. I thought maybe you could pop over one day. For tea. Goodbye, Joyce. Oh, Hall. <laughs> Goodbye, and see you soon. Once more for Ginny starred Alex Duncan as Hall, Lisa Kreisky as Joyce, Howard Kane as Kelly and the Colonel, Chris Kane as Karouche, David Dawson as Tommy, Lisa Crichton was Mary and Toby Smith was Jeff. The boys John, Dewan and Dan were played by Joey Hills, Corey Corkill and Santi Ramirez. Ruth Kegan-Gell was Marjorie and the BBC announcer, Molly Heedon and Shannon Murphy were the maids Dottie and Tilly, Stuart Heedon was Dave, Caroline Devlin was Georgie and the voice of Ginny. 
and all other voices were members of the cast. All the music was by Ruth Kevin-Gell. This has been a Manx Radio production, written and directed by Alex Duncan and produced by Christy DeHaven. From her hovel far out on the shores of Flesig She'll snuff you out like a candle wick Like a candle